844, some truck in there. 1978, John tells me, the only uh, Grateful Dead concert on Thanksgiving Day. Did, uh, did it give you a location? I didn't dig that deep. Okay. Never mind. Uh, we turn now to Mr. Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast. Pete was there. And the Pete Callender Show. <laughs> uh, show.com. <laughs> Were you there, Pete? I was not. Learning from... <laughs> at the ripe old age of, what would that have put you at, uh, about four? What year was it? 1978? Uh, yeah, five. Uh, yeah, not yeah, four years old. Yep. There you go. Um, so we, we we had a little guidance today or uh, this week, Pete, uh, from uh, uh, Governor Cooper on the mask thing, and um, there's a lot. Of, there's some interesting speculation out there, and I don't know. Maybe it's not speculation. Maybe this is their their whole idea with this, but uh, it seems to like the onus is being tried to put back on local governments as opposed to the state government when it comes to this mask mandate thing. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Uh, it's not even speculation. That's exactly what's been happening. They're trying to get the the local authorities and uh, businesses to be the enforcement agents of the state mandate. And uh, that was explicit in the update that occurred uh, on, well, I guess it was Monday now. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, there's a, a, a tightening of restrictions such as, uh, you know, this all is this is all about Thanksgiving. And he's he's holding out this threat of a lockdown over our heads that if the numbers get worse because of what we do tomorrow, then uh, he's going to lock the state down, which, oh, by the way, now, like the research is becoming very, very clear. It's almost overwhelming at this point that lockdowns do not work. Uh, there's a massive new study published by Frontiers in Public Health, and it said neither lockdowns nor lockdown stringency uh, is correlated right. with lower death rates. So what is the purpose of a lockdown? If you're not driving down death rates, then why do it? And that if and w when you try to get to that answer, you have to also ask, why is he threatening the lockdowns uh, in the first place if the science and the data and the facts all say that lockdowns don't actually do anything to reduce the deaths? Um, because this is the it's a stick approach. And that's all this is. That's all it's ever been is a stick approach with the governor. Uh, and so now you've got. Uh, the, the Thanksgiving holiday where they said small gatherings, they're going to limit these uh, small gatherings, right? No more than 10 people. Yet New York right. Times out with the you know, latest research that shows uh, they can't actually pinpoint spread to small gatherings. So what is it that we're like? The problem is the infection is already here. It is already mm -hmm. spread all over the place. And what we're seeing is essentially theater. You have people who are attempting to... Uh, essentially deny the reality that uh, they cannot control the virus. But that is right. what they're trying to convey to us, that if we just mask harder, if we just mask more, then that's going to limit the spread. And so if we see higher numbers, it can't be due to seasonality. It can't be due to community spread. It can't be that it's a virus and it's just doing what viruses do. It has to be our fault. So we have we have to be blamed. So one of the things that I, I don't know if it was six weeks ago, but it was a minimum of four weeks ago that the World Health Organization came out and they said, look, if you continue to lock, if, if places continue to lock down, you will virtually virtually create a second pandemic of poverty. Right. Uh, and, it, and it just pushes people further into those poverty levels. And so it, it does. It is kind of amazing that. You know, we're supposed to follow the World Health Guidelines, and everybody keeps saying, you know, we, we, we revert back to the World Health Organization. 
But yet when they come out with something, we seem to just do the, do the exact opposite of it. Yeah, David Nabarro, the WHO's special envoy on COVID-19, said lockdowns just have one consequence that you must never belittle, and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer. And that has real health consequences for people. Um, also, researchers found, you know what the, the criteria that is most associated with a high death rate is? You know what the you know what the criteria most associated is? No. Life expectancy. Nations that have higher life expectancies are seeing more deaths. Now think about that for a second. Right. Doesn't that make sense? Doesn't that make immeasurable sense that if you have an older population at large, they are going to be most affected by a virus that that uh, is more lethal to the older populations? Italy, perfect example of that. Exactly. Right. I mean, you you look at what happened in Italy and uh, in the first wave when uh, when they were having, you know, hundreds of thousands of cases and thousands and thousands of deaths every day. That's exactly what it was. When you start to look at their population, their population was incredibly older in the average age department than, than the United States. But also their medical system was not uh, equipped to handle this. They don't even really have a primary care system over there for the most part. The answer is usually drink more wine, and that'll solve it. That's um, just <laughs> primary care is not a thing for them over there uh, with older populations. So one of the other things also is that Governor Cooper's mandates are all resting on a fundamental premise that not only do masks work, but because that premise is assumed, then noncompliance with the mask mandate is driving the spread. But nobody has asked him in the eight months, uh, nobody has asked him, what the compliance rate is in North Carolina. We have no idea if people are actually wearing masks. Now, I don't know about you, but when I go out, I see like everybody wearing masks all the time. So if you're going to tell me that we have to mask more, then I would expect you to have an understanding of what that mask compliance rate is. Now, I've done some research and I found that uh, uh, at the United States level, national level, it's over 80% nationwide, which actually is higher than the UK, than Germany, all the Nordic countries, Vietnam, Thailand, Taiwan, only Canada, France, and Italy have higher mask compliance. Now that's self-reported, but still like, so what is the optimal number here? It's just like everything else. It's just more, it's just more and more. We never get an optimal number for the mask compliance. What is the optimal number of trips that you will make back to the uh, uh, food table tomorrow, Pete? So I will, I will ask you what I asked John, your producer, when uh, he asked okay. me if I was doing anything for Thanksgiving. Who wants to know? Why do you want to know this information? <laughs> well, we just want to make sure that you're not, you know, that your numbers are in coordination with, uh, you know, state guidelines and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think three trips back to the for leftovers. I think three trips is the. Uh, Actually, he doesn't give a turkey away until Christmas. That happens every year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So the thing, and here's the other thing, too. I thought if you sat down at a table that that would save you from COVID. I thought COVID knew if you were standing or sitting. But <laughs> now with the uh, with this, with this the cap and now they're saying, now the, the new mask mandate is you have to wear the mask the whole time you're eating if you're in a restaurant, right. too. And you got to just move it aside and then put food in your mouth and then put the mask back on, which, of course, anybody who knows anything about masks and cleanliness knows that the more you touch the mask, the less it's doing its job. So now we're going to mandate people handle their masks even more. This is just brilliant. 
I feel like this guy. Uh, I feel like this is all coming from the guy online that invented the the mask that has the button on the side of it that you push it and it actually opens the mask so you can get a fork full of food in yeah. your mouth. Like, <laughs> I feel like this is all part of his strategy we're for just, marketing. It's gonna be. It's gonna get to the point where we're all just walking around with snorkels, you know, and we're just gonna like inhale food and drink through the snorkel. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to watch at the buffets. Isn't it? Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, we always appreciate it. Sorry, I encourage folks to go to the PeteCallanderShow.com. You can find the podcast there. You can also find it on the iHeartRadio app as well as all of the other major podcasting apps. And uh, you can hear them right here at midnight on uh, News Radio 570 WWNC each and every single Monday through Friday. Pete, have a great Thanksgiving, my friend, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week on the downslide to uh, Christmas. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for what you do, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and John and all your families. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. 8.53, weather and traffic happening right now, 45 degrees.